Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Mm-hmm. 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 There you go. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, September 18th, 2015, and welcome to the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, WCWS Revolution. I am, of course, Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, and currently on the line with me at this time, I currently have the Black Widow and the Mayorette of Soup Lake City of 2015 WCWS Hall of Famer and one of the hosts of WCWS Attitude Radio, which you can hear every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome as always. And, of course, we have uh, making her big return to the revolution here tonight, uh, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. Uh, of course, uh, as she always says, Rhonda, I give you a big hug of life. There you go. Thank you very much. Hug life. <laughs> Absolutely. Got to give you one of those myself. I, I just want to make sure I'm saying that correctly. I'm not used to saying that, but I just want to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and all in the chat box here tonight, uh, 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 one of the hosts of WWS Raw Radio, which you can hear every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, of course, his partner, the Iceman JD, Jerry DiGiromo, will not be with us here tonight. Uh, the JML Experience will, not, will also not be here this evening, as well as King NWOGTS, Gerard T. Smith, will not be on tonight, but he will make his return to Attitude Radio tomorrow night at 9. We will be joining Michelle Lynn Dodds for, as we advertised for Attitude Radio, Tough Wrestling Talk tomorrow night at 9 right on TalkShoot.com. Remember, folks, join us, uh, join us, of course, in the WWS Radio Network as we say, your wrestling connection as we talk about everything and everything wrestling. <clears throat> and, of course, for this show right here, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Call ID tonight, one three eight zero five five pound and hit that one there if you want to join us and talk about anything and everything wrestling. Your thoughts and comments are definitely appreciated. And, of course, as we talked about on Tuesday's show, your, uh, anything that you want to talk about, uh, uh, any ideas that you have for us here tonight, we'd also be greatly appreciative. Uh, we're here to do this for you. Uh, we just want to hear what you have to say, so let us know, and we'd be more than happy to pass along your thoughts and comments. Uh, Michelle and Rhonda, before we get going with uh, with our program tonight, which of course we're going to talk, we'll talk about briefly uh, the results from last night's SmackDown, and also some uh, some good old fashioned fantasy matchups like we do always here in the radio network, and also uh, a little bit of a twist. And Michelle, I love this idea. Of course, John, I got hand this idea to you as well. This was something you also mentioned to us on Tuesday night. Wrestling Jeopardy. Very interesting mm. twist. Yeah, indeed, and actually I've been thinking of some good questions. We're going to do two or three categories of that tonight. to give it a shot and see if that works out. Uh, but before we do that, i got to read a story I actually found here. It was courtesy of uh, Nick Campanini, a member of a group uh, founded by the JML Experience. Of course, one of our sponsors of the WCBS Radio Network, uh, Hell in a Form Wrestling Discussion, facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash Helm to form wrestling discussion. If you're not part of that group, you need to be. It's a great group, a good bunch of guys and all that. If you're hardcore wrestling discussion, definitely join that group today. Uh, Ronda, I don't know if you're part of that group or not, but, you, but if you're not, that's a great group of guys talking about, about anything and everything wrestling. Uh, it's a good story here. Um, he was asked, uh, um, uh, and, and when I say he, I'm referring to Matt Hardy on a potential return to the WWE along with his brother Jeff. Uh, um, of course, with seeing the Dudley Boys returning, um, and of course, uh, Edge and Christian, you know, coming on the Stone Cold podcast, uh, you know, thinking, why would the Hardys not make a not, not make a comeback? And these uh, ladies are the words of Matt Hardy himself, and and I quote: "I think the WWE and Hardy Boys have all matured and evolved over time. Right now, Jeff and I, Jeff and I have some time to finish up at TNA, and we are both really we we both really enjoy TNA." They've been absolutely great to me, but never say never. I would definitely say it's a possibility at some point. I don't have an end game. What happens What happens is what happens. I just want the Matt Hardy fans to support Matt Hardy wherever he is. I want them to enjoy Matt Hardy wherever he is. I'll say this when it's all said and done. I want to finish up and do one last hurrah at WWE and the Hall of Fame. Depending on what happens on top of that, I don't know. We'll see. Rhonda, your overall opinion, do you think we will see any sign of the Hardys at all in WWE at some point in the future? Um, I think it's a possibility. I mean, we um, talked about possibly Jeff. I'm, I'm sorry. We talked about the possibility, you know, Jeff, after, you know, I think uh, his contract ended in February in, uh, with TNA, you know, that, you know, the possibility may exist for him. But you know, could it be maybe Matt might follow? Maybe. Um, I would hope that Jeff Hardy would come back to WWE, like they would let him. But I kind of don't see that happening. Okay. I mean, I would love for it, like the Hardy Boys Team Extreme. That that was me as a kid. Like, I tried to do some of their moves stupidly. There's a reason why they say do not try this at home. But I would love to to see Matt and Jeff back, you know. But with everything that happened, I, I don't really see them, especially with the way Vince McMahon is. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't blackballed Jeff Hardy yet, honestly. But, I mean, then, like, there's an article I read recently. I will try to find it, but it was pretty much, you know, Jeff stating that he had to, like, get his drug addiction, and, like, get cleaned up again. And I'm like, okay, so what you're stating is that TNA doesn't really drug test. Awesome. It's kind of like one of the things you're like, you were my idol as a child, and now I'm like, I'm a parent, and I'm not against drugs, but I don't want my kid looking up to somebody that's, like, a druggie, you know? Like, it opens up your eyes when you're not, like, 10, 11 anymore, and you're like, drugs, what? But, I mean, he blatantly admitted that he needed to clean his act up still. So, I mean, kind of, if I can find that on the Internet, I'm pretty sure Vince and Triple H and Stephanie can find that on the Internet, and they'd be like, why would we want him back? Welcome to the PG era. So, I mean, based off of that, I don't I don't really see him coming back. I would love for it to happen. I hope he cleans his act up, but 
one of those I don't see it. Right. Right. Good good opinion there. Michelle, um you know, we talked about like I said with the with the possibility of Jeff Hardy. What do you think about Matt Hardy? Uh, well, <clears throat> I like the Hardys in general, whether they're single competitors or team extreme. Uh, my opinion is if you're going to bring one back, you should bring both back because the tag team division of WWE is suffering right now. Um, hugely suffering, tired of seeing the same people. If I see Big E dance like he's been dancing one more time, I'm going to throw up. Um, right, yeah. I'm, I really am sick to death of seeing that shit. Um, but the tag team division is hurting very bad. Um, the only competition that they have right now, of course, is Team 3D, the Dudley Boys. If they bring the Hardys back, that would make it interesting because you know tables, ladders, and chairs will be involved in a match. Between those four men, it's happened before, it can happen again. Um, but my thing is, is like I said, you can't bring just Matt back without Jeff in my eyes. You just can't. It's just not the same. Certainly. It's just like, it's like uh, you can't uh, eat a piece of toast without butter. I mean, I mean, I yeah, well, I'll throw up. Well, it was that, exactly. Now, John, John made a point here. He said, if the Dudleys stayed around and the Hardys came back, the Dudleys versus Hardys at WrestleMania 32 is destined to happen. Ooh, ooh, I like that idea. That wouldn't be a bit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, Michelle, I mean, that's another good point. I mean. Uh, well, they are two, another two hot-ass men for WWE, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, it was, it was like you said. I mean, right now, I think the only, and I do agree, that the only tag team right now that's really keeping the tag team division and WWE afloat right now is the Dudleys. If the Dudleys hadn't come back right now, the tag team division would have been dead by now. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, opinion. the New Day, like, I want to freaking shove them. Well, first I want to shove the trombone up Xavier's ass. And um, Kofi Kingston, I want him to stop dancing the way he's dancing because he looks about half dumb. And Biggie, um, as big as he is and as little as his outfit is, I want to vomit when he dances because it's like a bowl full of uh, yuck. Yeah. A bowl sure. full of yuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen all, I've seen a lot of these videos that you're talking about, especially them posting on Facebook and YouTube and everything of that nature too, and you know even you know bringing in uh, <laughs> what bringing in what uh, Sasha Banks, Naomi, and all that into the mix too. I mean, uh, it's not making. So here's any a question. <clears throat> since you said since you said divas, here's a question. Sure, certainly. That was on my mind today that I was going to ask tonight, especially since I knew my my Rushy was on tonight. Oh, which, yeah. Um, yeah, her Rushy. <laughs> I like, I like it. Yeah, her Rushy. <laughs> That's my bestie. But anyways, um, do we see the Divas Revolution continually, continuing much further? No. If my personal opinion... I'm gonna. I'll say it right here now. It all depends 
and and ladies, y'all can back me up on this. It all depends on that Divas match at Night of Champions. If okay. Charlotte, if, oh, oh, hold on one second. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, no, that's, that's all right. If Charlotte <laughs> wins that belt, then it moves a whole lot further. If Nikki holds on to it, then it then it stands still. Okay, so this is the way I look at it, and I know that it's my personal opinion. No, I know, I get it, and, and I like your opinion. But here's the, here's the thing that I thought of today too, because uh, I've had a lot. Well, <laughs> I'm so tired I can't even see straight. Honestly, this week has been hell. I'm just going to put that out there for a second. Um, busy. My child needs to slow the hell down on some of the stuff because, good lord, I, I don't think I ever stay at home. But anyway. <laughs> Here's my opinion. You got nine women. You got the Bellas. You got PCB, and you got Team Bad. Sure. Okay. Yes. Team PCB. Honestly, from the both of you, who is the most talented? Who has the most talent out of those three women? You talking about? You talking about from? Okay, you you talking about each from each of the three diva factions? Yeah, but from Team PCB first, who do you think has the most talent out of the three? Team PCB is hard to say. Mm, it's hard not to for say. Me. It's, it, it, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, it's... And, and John, this question is going to be posed at you too, but I'll go and say that to you. Because uh, all three mm. are equally talented in my personal opinion. Uh I've seen all of them wrestle. All of them are great. Uh, but I gotta say, Charlotte. All right, Rush. Oh man. Um. I mean, they all have like certain aspects I like about them. Even, even Charlotte. It's going to shock a lot of people because I'm not a fan of hers at all. Um, <clears throat> to me, it's more like, okay, I'm going to say this is going to shock everybody. I would compare Charlotte to Roman Reigns in the sense of they both come from, like, a powerful family. Like, even though it's just Ric Flair, but, I mean, it's Ric Flair. You don't need, like, 12 other people in your family when you have Ric Flair as your dad. Sure. But it's like, you know... God, I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but it's true. It's kind of like, you know, Roman Reigns is riding his family's coattails. But to me, that's how Charlotte is. So to me, it's between Paige and Becky Lynch. And so far, I like what I've seen from Becky Lynch. Like, she was good in NXT. She's good now. Based off of talent, though, hmm. I'm going to have to go with Becky Lynch. Like, nothing against Paige, but, like, you know, she did the indie thing with her mom and all that, but. What? <coughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to say Becky Lynch. Okay. Well, my thing with Team PCB is that Paige and Becky, 16 years old, wanted this so bad, did it on their own. Becky Lynch even was trained by Finn Balor. 
you know, NXT started the whole single thing. And, of course, you know, she turned badass bitch and, you know, started teaming up with Sasha Banks, this, that, and the other. Then you got Charlotte Flair. Charlotte has talent. Yes, I give her that. But the thing that bothers me the most about Charlotte is, is she writing too much on the fact of who her father is in the ring? I would say yes. It could it could be uh, Michelle. I hate to, I hate this topic right there, but I think we also got a surprise. I said that this person was not going to be on this evening, but apparently we we uh, got uh, we got uh, we got surprised again. Uh, it is uh, the other host of WWS Raw Radio, uh, the Iceman JD Jared DiGirolamo. JD. Oh boy! Yeah, Welcome oh boy, your worst nightmare. <laughs> your worst nightmare, Michelle. The man who's going to take you down come Sunday night. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. You have to, you have to admit that my point is valid on Charlotte Flair. I mean, I think I just got in here, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to agree with you a little bit, but not all of it, though. Remember the bet we, the, our little bet we have oh. on Sunday. Okay. I'm not going to be so, staying too long. I'm not going to be staying too long, guys. I just want to get in for a little bit anyway. Mm. Okay, okay, so oh, my uh, opinion on Team PCB that has the most talent is I'm going to go with my best friend who is in wrestling herself, Rush, and say Becky Lynch has the most talent. And I agree with you both. I agree with you both 100%. I think that's one thing we, the three of us can agree on. I mean, I will agree with you 100%. She has talent, no doubt about it. The last kicker is definitely good, no doubt. So then we move on to... Team bad. That, and that's why I said about Team PCB, that's why I said you can't really choose because, like I said, all three of them are equally talented. I mean, that's hard. It's like, it's, it's like, you, it's hard. It's, it's, that's why it's, it's hard to, to choose between apples and oranges because you like both of them and you, you just can't, you, you can't choose between the two of them. Well, sure. to me, to me, if, okay, like if I was in Charlotte, like, in her position, and my dad was, like, a huge legend like that, as much as she even looks like him, I'm sorry, I'm dying my hair. Like, her real name's not even Charlotte, so, okay. You know, you, you did the name change, but your last name is still Flair. Sure. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you still went with, people still know who your father is, so they're automatically going to look at you like your dad is great. <clears throat> So, in a sense, it sucks for her because now she's got to meet this, like, standard that people are going to hold her to because of who her dad is versus you go out nobody knows who you are. They're like, all right, well, who is this person? Oh, they're not related to anybody? Cool. And then you build your own standard up. But, like, with Roman Reigns, he didn't come out with, like, oh, the rock's my cousin. They tried to hide that fact, which was good until people were like, oh, he's Simone. He's got to be related to the rock. Well, nine out of ten says if you're Samoan, you're related in the wrestling business anyway. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't, like, go out there and he's like, oh, this is my dad. This is so-and-so. Like, he doesn't have a chart that says, if you're going to do it, do it with Sika or, you know, the wild Samoans or whoever. You know, the Usos, they don't go, oh, my dad's Artichi. I'm going to do the same face, even though it's a great move. But, you know, they're not out there, like, putting it out there. Every time they walk down to the ring. I mean, they do their, like, 
little Samoan thing, you know, but that's like playing tribute to their heritage, you know. And yes, it's wrestling, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not out there, like, they don't have the shirts, you know, they don't do the same moves that their relatives did. I mean, the Samoan drop everyone does. You you can't. Okay, other wrestlers do it too. I don't include right. that. But you know what I mean? Like, she does the chops. She does the woo. She, sometimes it looks like she's trying to, like, strut like her dad, too. But it's just like, you're too much like your dad. And I think that's, like, one of my problems with her. She even, like, does the figure four, but she changed it to a figure eight because she arches her back. Like, that's sure. the only difference of it. So to me, it's more like, you're doing everything like your dad did. I'm just waiting for her to come out with a robe. I think you'll see it on Sunday. Oh, my God. If she does, I'm going to turn the TV off. I promise you. Well, okay, I'm going to turn my iPad off. Like, it's just it's too much like her dad for her to get out and, like, break out on your own. Like, I promise you, if I like, when I make it big and I make it to the WWE and my kid wants to follow my footsteps, I'll be like, you change your name, you get your own gimmick, you get your own name, you get your own music, don't do anything like me, you make it on your own. Because at the end of the day, when you're in the Hall of Fame, you look at it and you're going to be like, did I get here on my own or did I get here because of who my family is? That's right. Yeah. And I would rather look at it and be like, I got here on my own. I busted my ass from day one. But then she's going to look back and be like, well, my dad's a player. <laughs> I came out, Charlotte Flair here. You're going to do it, do a flare, which, okay, I got to admit, that's kind of that's kind of a cool shirt. I would probably buy it, not because I'm a huge Rick Flair fan or anything, but it's kind of a cool catchphrase thing. But it's at the end of the day, how much is she really riding on her dad's coattails, whether she has talent or not? When you hear people talk about Charlotte Flair, what's the first thing they say? Oh, Rick Flair's daughter. She did this. Mm-hmm. Rick Flair right. was at her title match that she technically won, but she didn't because, ooh, twin magic. Like, every pay-per-view, he's been there. And, like, yeah, I understand that's your kid. You want to be there to support her. Blah, blah, blah. But you are enabling her. Let her go. Let her spread her wings and fly away. She's a grown-ass woman. Like, watch from backstage. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's you're still being there for. Like I mean, like if I if my dad was a famous wrestler, I would be like, keep your ass backstage. Do not let people know you were here until after. Like you're not coming out to the ring. Like if there's a WrestleMania win, okay. By all means, come out to the ring because we're gonna celebrate in the ring. But for just like Monday Night Raw or any other pay per view, no, stay backstage. Like, we're not going to post her on Twitter or anything. Like, I'm so proud of my daughter, especially if he's a legend. That's taken away from her. Because anytime I see Charlotte Flair, I just think of Ric Flair, and I go, woo! Stop for days. And I'm I'm done with my rant now. Well, see, he did that. He did that in NXT, though, too. Right, and see, and then she gets called up. Right, yeah. Yes. I'm going to just throw yes. that out there. <laughs> That's all right, I got I mean, that one. Because there was even a video, one, uh, I think it was, wasn't, um, of a match I think she had on Raw, um, was it, I think before or after she was brought up officially in WWE, 
JD Batbamp on this. Yep. And it showed Flair, uh, Ric Flair, watch watching it from backstage. Yes, it did. Yes. And, and he was yeah, there yeah, a couple was, times for her whenever she was like taking on like Sasha Banks and all those things and this and that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But I, I remember he was saying, and then of course it showed him crying. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was right. very emotional, I mean, and rightly so. I mean, it was his kid. So, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you you, re- you rarely ever see you rarely ever see that now. I mean, you rarely see that nowadays. But I mean, Michelle, getting back to what you were talking about, uh, you you brought up uh, Team Bad. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, out of that threesome, uh, the best one of the bunch there. Uh, Obviously, to me, I mean, again, all three of them, you know, really talented, in my personal opinion. I would have to, I would still have to say Sasha Banks. Okay, Rush. That's a hard one. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, Tamina has potential. If they would use her in the right way, so you could actually see her talent. Um. But to me, it's more of a tie between Sasha and Naomi. And I say that and don't just give it to Sasha right away because she's still, <clears throat> quote, unquote, a, a rookie. You know, she, I mean, yeah, she's good. She's got mad talent. But it's like, it's like with Naomi. She's been there how long? You know, she started off with the, you know, somebody better call my mama or whatever. The funk you know, is acting. Right, there you Call go. Call my mama. Right, I love Call that song. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, me too. you know, again, they're not letting her <clears throat> really showcase her talent. Because before the Divas Revolution, how many Divas did people really watch? You know, and it was like, you had Divas like Summer, Eva, and I actually kind of like Rosa Mendez, but she's in that group of wrestlers that nobody really pays attention to. You know, and it's like you have all these wrestlers, little divas, that are more like, I'm just here to look cute and not really wrestle. So then you have divas like Naomi and Tamina and AJ and Natalia that, like, want to wrestle and they're more concerned with wrestling and looking cute. But they're not getting to showcase their actual talents because you're putting, like, Naomi up against Summer Rae. Really? Who's going to win that? In an actual, like, we're not going to, like, tell you who's going to win this match. We're just going to let you guys go and do it. Naomi, hands down. Summer Rae is, should just be a valet. Let's just be real. She should just be a valet and not talk because she has an annoying voice. Just mm. go out there and some skimpy clothing like you do. She go needs dance. to go back to Fandango. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. Look who you were paired with. I'm just yep. going to throw that out there. Nothing against bingo, whatever. But they don't give a lot of the divas a lot of chances. And you, you see it sometimes come out in the matches, like if it's, I'm going to compliment Nikki Bella for a minute. Nikki Bella has improved a hell of a lot since, like, they first debuted after she got her food job and everything. I don't know if John Cena is like, well, this is what you need to do. I'm going to help you out, and then we're going to go bang, whatever. But she's gotten better. So props to her for that. And when her and Naomi have matches or Naomi and Paige have matches, you actually see more of her talent. 
you know, and then you got Sasha. She's good. Obviously, she got called up. Well, that's not a valid reason that she's good, but a lot of people get called up, and you're just like, what's wrong with you? But she's still, there's some, like, some parts of the matches I watch, and I'm just like, oh, you kind of messed that up. Could have landed that a little bit better. So I'm going to have to give it to Naomi on this one. Mm-hmm. J.D.? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening to you guys. No, but, Rush, let me ask you this. And, Michelle, you, and I know you're a Nikki fan, too, and Chad and I talked about this. We've all talked about this. How many times does it have to be the same old crap with the Bree and Nikki show pulling the twin magic? I mean, that's one thing that I think fans like me are getting sick of seeing all the time. I mean, the fans know it's happening. The referee knows it's happening. Yeah, it works to the storyline to a degree in some of the cases. But how many times do they have to pull the same old crap with the twins to switch a I mean, it happened the other night. With the whole Charlotte thing, like I said, if it wasn't for that twin switcheroo, Charlotte would be your champion right now. I mean, there's been some divas who have had that opportunity to go after that belt for Nikki in the past year. And sometimes, however, she's doing that same old crap power that fans are getting sick of seeing. It's time for a change of that. Okay, so I was going to ask you, so so is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. That, 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 so obviously the twin magic came into play the other night. So that's the reason why... Nikki Bella was able to break was it was able to break the record. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I, I just I, have I figured... one question. Yes. Does the WWE really think we are that stupid? Like I'm I'm highly offended that like as watching this, whether live or on T V, that they think I would be stupid enough to fall for that. Like, you can totally tell the difference between them. Their outfits, their hair, the boobs, the lack of boobs, the bigger ass, the littler ass. I mean, Brie is getting kind of sick, too. So, I'm just, hey, do you, girl. But you can tell the difference. Well, of like, course. When, you know, without the boobs when they first debuted. Yeah, okay, you're like, wait, who is who? That's like yeah. right now with Jimmy and Jay. You, you can't really tell them apart. Yeah. I still get them confused. Hmm. But the Bellas, you can. And it's like, how stupid do you think I am to know that the, the referee's not going to notice it? And I get it, it's part of a storyline. But when they look that different, like mm-hmm. right. my my soon-to-be three-year-old nephew, he's, like, he didn't even see him switch. He went, they switch. He's like, that's not the same one. A three-year-old can tell that. So you're telling me that wrestling fans above the age of 15 can't tell that? The referee that's been doing this for how long can't tell that? Yeah. Like, obviously the fans are going to see it. You're telling me that the ref's not going to notice it. And be like, wait, no, different hair. Rhonda, I would like for, I would like for you, <clears throat> I would like for, you, for your nephew to take a little bit of a, of a wrestling test. And here's what? here's what I a wrestling test, and here's what I propose. And <clears throat> JD, you might you, you might you might like this. Okay. Show him. Yeah, I don't know how often you get on YouTube, but find the match from SummerSlam to I mean not SummerSlam Survivor Series 2000 between the WWF Championship match from Survivor Series 2000 <clears throat> between Kurt Angle and The Undertaker. JD, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and you tell and you tell me 
you tell me if whether or not he was able to be able to spot a difference there. I'll put the, I'm going to find that match right now, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. Rush, let me say one thing, too. If you make it to the WWE, let me be your agent, because I love to travel. I can negotiate pretty well with the best of them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, as long as I become the commentator, how about that? I talk to the announce team and I become the commentator and replace Byron Saxon. Kick him out of the announce chair and join JBL Michael Cole. Yeah, well, you can talk all you want, but uh, 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 I call dibs first. But also, guys, you also got to keep in mind, too, I come around the other side. I see JBL. I jerk him out of the blame chair, and I take over. I take over that spot, and I wear his blame hat. There you go. Wait, can uh, I get a dancing card? We bring Jr. in too, or we bring Gerard in as Jr. However, the new three-man announced team: Chad, myself, oh. and Gerard. That'd be fantastic. Oh, he. I, I was Gerard sitting in the middle, middle there. How's That's that? what I'm saying. I'll take the end. I'll take the end. I don't care if he gets the middle. Yeah. You get the, oh, you get the head and I'll Can the I get like a valet type thing going on? Like Michelle's your Michelle's your valet manager. She's sticking yeah, out for you. She's, she's like my Paul Heyman. I am your freaking Paul Heyman, girl. Yeah, yeah see, Michelle's Paul Heyman. She doesn't talk to Michelle, 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 Michelle's wrestling name is Paula Heyman. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I dig it. <laughs> oh, okay. And and, and guys, uh, John. While we were talking, uh, John has actually come up with some wrestling history. If y'all like to go through some here for September 18th, he's got some good ones here. Excellent, some excellent ones. <clears throat> September 18th, guys. 1995, <laughs> WCW and WCW Nitro. The American Males defeated Harlem Heat to win the WCW Tag Team Titles. Uh, <laughs> had to bring that up. That's right. The day after Fall Brawl '95. Correct. Yeah. In 2000, on that same on the same date, USA Network aired the last Raw is War, where the main event featured the Undertaker versus the WWF champion The Rock. And all and okay, I remember, I remember that. Okay, yeah, that me too. Uh, and we were talking about Ric Flair a little while ago, and this is this is one moment I have brought up over and over and over again. I love this moment. In 2005, on this date in 2005, Unforgiven, Ric Flair won the Intercontinental Championship from Carlito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the pay per view, and Ronda, I don't know if you remember this pay per view or not, <laughs> but this was the one where he took about three or four ladies out of the audience and got in the back of a limousine, started having some fun in the back. Of the oh yeah. And, but before he got in the limousine, he counted how many women he had in the back of the limousine, and he took a big bottle of Viagra. He chugged the whole thing down. Yeah, I remember and that. I was like, bottle. what is that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, let me see what he's got here. Um, September 18, 2011, four years ago, he said two things happened. September 18, 2011. Uh, Mark Henry finally won the World Heavyweight title, and John Cena captured his 10th WWE championship. Hmm. And John also John also says uh, in, on 2003, but he says last Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know if he's talking about this past Tuesday or last Tuesday. That's what he says. Brock Lesnar won the WWE title in an Iron Man match against Kurt Angle for the third oh, time. Oh, hell yeah, he did. 
Yeah. Okay, so just, just to show you know you know what he's talking about. Oh, of course I do. Uh, well, it's Brock Lesnar, obviously. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, and John says, oh, by the way, 2007, that same same date. They also take Teddy Long's and Crystal's wedding, and Teddy Long had a heart attack, and they wanted to have Chris, they wanted Crystal to be with Edge. Yeah, I, I remember this. I, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, I remember... I just have to that Yeah, I remember when Taylor had his heart attack. Wasn't that around the time, though, that um, JD, correct me if I'm wrong on this, hmm. wasn't that around the time I think Taylor was out for a while with a heart attack? Wasn't that when Vicky Guerrero stepped up? Yeah, she came in as the interim GM, and then that's when the fans started to not like her at all. <laughs> and then Teddy came back, and then they got into a holy war about that. Yes, I do recall that, actually. Uh, okay. okay. I got a weird story for you though. This is kind of non wrestling related, but this is in your neck, maybe in your home uh, state there, Chad. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. A woman found a copperhead snake sliding down her door today while driving on I-485 in Charlotte, North Carolina. This happened actually a few days ago, and the copperhead was less than an inch from her head. Believe it. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, That's I saw the story. That's freaky. I'm reading it right now. That's crazy. Wait, what? Yeah. She was in what? A copperhead yeah, she was, snake. Go ahead, tell yeah. Them. yeah, she yeah, I heard I heard about it. it was apparently I think I think was she driving or was she parked? I think she was driving, it says. Uh a copperhead snake was uh, near her head, Michelle. Uh, uh, she was driving I guess. In a day. freaking car? In a freaking car. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd have been done. I would have been, I would have been pissed myself or even that. I was just oh that's just <laughs> not cool. I'm starting to think of that I'm starting to think of that song Copperhead Road now. Oh boy. Oh my god, oh, I can do the dance to that. Only if I'm drunk though. Oh boy. Uh one seven two four 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 seven four 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 in the mothership broadcast of the radio network, WCWS Revolution here. I really have on the line here this evening uh, one of the hosts of Attitude Radio, which you can get, catch every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com, the Black Widow of Marietta, Suplex City, of course, the 2015 Hall of Famer, Michelle Lynn Dodds, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright, and, of course, right, right now at this time, both of the hosts of Raw Radio, which you can catch every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoot.com, the Iceman, J.D., Jared Geralmo, uh of course, J.D., a 2015 Hall of Famer, and, of course, our newest member of the panel, way too tough to handle. And on the chat box tonight, uh, his partner, uh, the human suplex machine, uh, John Gross. Uh, and, of course, John's provided us with some good wrestling history here tonight. And, John, appreciate, we appreciate that. Thank you very much, dear partner. Uh, I say, guys, uh, we Can got, I make uh, my pick? Oh, you want to go ahead and oh, you want to go ahead and do your picks now? Oh, oh. Really? Uh, no, 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 no. On the uh, 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 shit. Team Bad. Team Bad. Oh, Team Bad. Oh, that's right. And Michelle, <laughs> of course, you were talking about your uh, uh, your your picks for uh, uh, the the Divas Revolution. There, of course. Uh, yes, yes. Go ahead, please. Team Bad. Go ahead, please. Yes. Okay. So for me, Team Bad, most talented Sasha Banks. For the Bellas, it's Nikki. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Good. And John, John added on to what he was talking about about uh, um, um, the, with uh, the situation with uh, 
back in 07 with Teddy Long and uh, Crystal. He said, but what if Edge and Crystal had both had success together by 2007 and 2008? J.D., do you, okay. do you have any inkling as to what he was referring to? I have no clue. That is news to me. Okay, because he was talking about possibly, you know, if they had put Crystal with Edge. <clears throat> I thought I thought, I, I thought he might have been thinking of Alicia Fox, maybe. I mean, I, I'll have to look into that. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen that footage, so I couldn't tell you. Well, no, see, because well, I think what I think what, I think what he, that part was was when Edge and Vicky was going to get married. Right. right. Yeah, that's right. At least it was the wedding plan. Like, yeah. Right, and then, and then of course, that of course Alicia Fox was the, was was supposedly the wedding planner. Yes. And then uh, obviously there was. I think they, they had backwards. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 But but you have to admit though, John's popped up some pretty interesting, uh, some pretty interesting. Uh, Wrestling factoids, nonetheless. Yeah. And John also says Michelle for Team Bad, he, uh, he picks uh, Sa- uh, uh, Sasha Banks. So, I mean, Sasha uh, Banks is super talented, but so is Naomi and Tamina. I mean, Tamina, she's been around for a long time, but she is another one of that's looked at for her father, the Samoan dynasty, you know, on and on and on, too. Right. And and John added on to his continuing to talk about the deal with Edge and Crystal. He said, I think if that storyline went ahead, Crystal and Edge wanted to cause a heart wanted to cause a heart attack so Edge could get the world heavyweight title back too. Hmm. I have no he idea talking. what he's talking about. Okay, and, and J D could you at some point try to confirm what he's referring to? Yeah, I I'll talk to him after the show tonight. I'm leaving here. Like I said, I'm leaving here in a couple of minutes anyway. I'm heading down to the local watering hole and catching the ball game tonight. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm that is here unacceptable, J.D. Well, it's the Pirates in Well, sorry, Michelle. It's the Pittsburgh in L.A. tonight. Big series for the Pirates. I mean, especially after losing their best rookie ball player yesterday who broke his leg. On, I'm sure if you didn't get a chance to see the collision, it was pretty nasty. The guy broke his leg, and the guy who did it to him, I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was nasty. It was nasty, and the guy sh- who did it should be suspended for that. It was a dirty, cheap play. And John also said, truthfully, I never really liked the Edge and Vicky storyline, too. And also, we have someone else here that has popped on the line here tonight. Uh, another surprise here, and I have here the founder of Hell in the Forum Wrestling Discussion, another found, another. Uh, Sponsor, of course, of the radio network here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is another member of the panel, way too tough to handle. Another 2015 Hall of Famer, uh, the best in the world and the greatest wrestling line ever, the JML experience. JML, welcome to the Friday edition of the Revolution. What's going on, everyone? What's going on, JML? What do you say there, bud? Who's out there tonight? I have Michelle, I have Rhonda, and for a little bit I have JD and John on the chat box. John is gross. John is gross. (laughs) And then, uh oh, uh, John saying JBL, JBL, JBL. Oh. It's J it's J M L, not J B L John. <laughs> Wrong initials there, buddy. Okay. Yeah, J M L don't wear a cowboy hat there. Okay. Um, but 
Uh, J. Mel, I don't know if you had happened to notice the story that was on the, <laughs> uh, the that one of your uh, friends on Hell in the Form left. Uh, Nick Campanini had left on there. I believe it was earlier today about uh, uh, Matt Hardy being asked if he would ever make another run in WWE or not. But uh, I brought it up to everyone here. I just wanted to see if you had a chance to look at it. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts and opinions about it. I have not yet. Long day at work. But uh, I actually brought it over to the Revolution Radio page. Uh, I can read over his comments if you like. Uh, Let me see what I have right here. He says, and I quote, he says, I think the WWE and Hardy Boys have all matured and evolved over time. Right now, Jeff and I have some time to finish up at TNA, and we both really enjoy TNA. They've been absolutely great to me, but never say never. I would definitely say it's a possibility at some point. I don't have an I don't have an end game. What happens is what happens. I just want the Matt Hardy fans to support Matt Hardy wherever he is. I want them to enjoy Matt Hardy wherever he is. I'll say this: when it's all said and done, I want to finish up and do one last rock WWE and the Hall and the Hall of Fame. Depending on what happens on top of that, I don't know. We'll see. Your take on that, sir? It was a politically correct answer. That's what it was. Right. I mean, he really can't say much because he's still under contract with uh, TNA. And who who knows how much longer that's going to last anyways, that company. Yeah. I don't even know how it's still around. Yes, we've, we've quoted on there. I think Michelle's actually mentioned a particular time frame as if uh, when... They're actually supposed to be gone. I think, Michelle, you actually mentioned something about when they're supposed to be pretty much out out, out the door. Yeah, January, February 2016. <clears throat> so it's on the library now. So, so it's like for a few more. The DVD will be out before you know it. They're just surviving my leaps and bounds right now, apparently. Yeah. So, and as to how they've been doing it, I don't know. But, Jamie, I agree. I mean, I, how they've been surviving. I mean, it's just it's just surprised the heck out of me. Being out, out of everybody, pretty much. <clears throat> I mean, we've said, I mean, Jamie, I, mean, I think we've all said this for a long time that uh, they should have been gone a long time ago. Hello? We mentioned, yeah, right here, bud. We're right oh. here. We're right here. But, of course, this, I mean, I think it's, it's, they're just so desperate now. Of course, this news that Michelle broke on Wolfpack last night about them, you know, even trying to get Paul Heyman. I mean, I mean that's that's talk about desperation. I mean they're they're just clawing right now. And everyone would agree with that, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Well, guys, um, I guess we can go on ahead here and uh, <clears throat> and get started here with. Uh, <laughs> I think we have uh, John to actually think of this idea. Of course, we talked about this. JD and Michelle, you were with us. Oh yes, and that too. Uh, had the thing for this on uh, Tuesday's edition during our 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 little uh, conversation about new ideas. Uh, we're going to you know do a little something new here called uh, Wrestling Jeopardy. All right. Hey Chad, I'll be right back in just a second. Okay, and I'll and I'll hold off on that. And while she does, while she steps out, I'll go ahead and, and uh, do this. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound and press that one to chime in on uh, on uh, <clears throat> to get in here on the fun here on uh, WWS Revolution. Of course, the Mothership Broadcast of the Radio Network. I am, of course, Mister WWS Chad Henshaw. Currently on the line with me at this time. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, the Black Widow and. Um, the mayor of Suplex City and uh, one of the hosts of Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com, uh, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, of course, uh, the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geraldo. Of course, you can hear him and his partner who is on the chat box with us tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross, every Monday afternoon at 3 with the, uh, WCVS Raw Radio. And, of course, they always preview Monday Night uh, Raw for us and a bunch of other wrestling stories, which I'm sure... Uh, one of the big topics of Monday, Monday will obviously be what happened in Night of Champions. So I'm sure it's going to be and a And not great only story. that, I mean, we're going to talk about, um, as I mentioned a few days ago, and I'm sure JML did not hear, but if he did, however, and I'll say it again, the so-called early preliminary hearing of Jimmy Snuka will be held this Monday. And uh, we're going to find out if they're going to go to trial for this whole thing or there's going to be an update on this story. I mean, we're going to keep our eyes peeled to the story. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll definitely be hearing more and more about this, and our eyes will be definitely be peeled on this. Definitely, the radio network will, will keep, keep all their listeners and fans apprised of this situation as well, and as all other wrestling stories, not just WWE, but all around the wrestling universe. Uh, so definitely keep, of course, start with uh, Raw Radio here this uh, Monday afternoon at three, <clears throat> and of course our resident independent wrestler Ronda Rush, Ronda Rush Wright, and of course I got to give her one more. Thug life. <laughs> Rod, that's starting to rub off on me. I got, uh, I, 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 no disrespect. I might have to steal that from you. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just kidding. I, won't, I wouldn't do that for you. Has anyone heard from her uh, co-host, uh, Sonny Bono himself, uh, Gerard T. Smith, lately? I mean, we know Cher's here, but we don't know where Sonny Bono's Sonny. been lately. <laughs> As I've given the Sonny Bono's been missing lately. Yeah, Rhonda, they started doing that on Monday, from what I understand. Um, they started doing the um, musical. Uh, kind of musical thing, you know, that J.D. actually started calling himself Ed Sullivan. Yeah, <laughs> I got a big really shoe, and then I called John Paul McCartney. Was, was, what did I call you, Chet? I can't remember. What did I call you? You, know, you? you called me Paul McCartney. That's right. You got Paul McCartney. What did I call John? Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. That's it. Yeah, you call him Ringo Starr. And, Jim, I've got to think of a good one for you, buddy. I'm thinking maybe John Lennon. Seriously, because you were very serious all the time, and you played very well to the T. So I think that John Lennon would fit you to the T, I believe. Wait, can I be like Amy Winehouse? No, Rush, I got one good for you in musical taste. I'm thinking... He's he's, he's trying to do it like back around the 50s or 60s, Rhonda, so I I don't... uh... Um... I'm thinking maybe someone like... uh, (laughs) um, Give me a minute here. 
Okay, we did share. Uh, I'm thinking later. Ew, no. No, 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 Michelle no, shared. No, Michelle shared. I'm thinking of a good one for you. He gave it to Michelle. Rush. He gave it to Michelle. I gave it yeah. to Michelle. I'm thinking of a good one for you, Michelle. Or, Rush, sorry. Uh, you would be, I think, the Michelle Phillips of the Mamas and the Pop. It's very sweet, very loving, yeah. very heart warm. <laughs> so I think you get the Michelle Phillips title. Oh, you are so wrong in your life right now. <laughs> 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 I've and, and JD, yes. like sweet and well, John just said, hello, my name is David Ruffin, and these are the Temptations. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> my girl, oh, my. my girl, my girl. Oh, Wait, Lord. oh, my God, what's that one chick's name? She's in Forever 27. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. Uh, who is sh- oh, God, I should know this. Oh, this is gonna, I I know who it is, and I am thinking. Uh, this oh, is going to escape me. I know you got me going here, Rush. I mean, seriously. It's cool. I got a book in front of me. Hold oh, okay. Got you got this book. Excellent. The club, okay, 217. Give me a second here. Right, take your I'm time. I'm a huge, like, music fan. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. All right. Uh, I live. My life is full. Oh, oh boy, this is, this is this is gonna really escape me now. Because I'm thinking of this. I know. I'm like trying to skim through it. Like, Take your time. I mean, I, I'm thinking too. Oh man. Was her name Joan? Am I thinking? Is that the right name? It, it sounds bright. I mean, yeah. To me, it does sound a little right in the ballpark. Who's she trying to say? Who's she trying to say? Joan okay. something. There's um, Who? it's called um the Twenty Seven Club, right? You got uh Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, uh Robert Johnson, um Brian Jones, pretty much like all the famous act- like, musicians that died when they were like in the Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin. There we go. Janis Joplin, yeah. Me and Bobby Don't McGee. Think- Oh, and then it's right here. It says, don't, go take a piece of, <laughs> hey, don't, don't go take a piece of my heart now, baby. Damn it, yeah, you I'm, sold the yeah. song I was going to sing next. Good one. Good one. I yeah. Did, did, did. yeah, that's one of the most infamous ones from her. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, and was, she did me yeah. and Bobby McGee, Piece of My Heart. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. We can also, we can also uh, refer to Rush, maybe Grace Slick, Jefferson Airplane. Mm. That, would uh, be, that would be what I think. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, oh, wait, what about Stevie Nicks? Yes, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, definitely. They were just here a couple months ago, actually, here in Pittsburgh, believe it or not. My uh, one friend went to go see them, actually, in Pittsburgh. They said they were pretty damn good still. And then John goes, hey, Chad, I can see you being Elvis calling in the Mega Powers radio show. Oh, my Lord. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Man, is that the one y'all you did, JD? We, yeah, we used to do it with Mike Payne and his co-host Tony Mango. I don't know why he brought that up. I mean, I t- I told him ahead of time not to bring that up, but yeah, the guy was a real jerk on Mega Powers Radio. I mean, does that show just, even exist anymore? Yeah, unfortunately, we were going to plan <laughs> an invasion type of we were going to do a outsiders type invasion on that show and take over their show, just literally drive them off the wall. <laughs> yeah, they, they're still around. And they're pretty good. Oh, John has apologized to you, JD. Okay, that's all right. Don't worry about it. I accept it. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, well, I'm putting well, some music on right now as we speak. So, well, I think okay. so we've got everyone here. I think we're ready for Jeopardy. Yes, 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 we are. And this was, this was John's idea, if you remember, J.D., this was yes. brought up during our, um, you, you and Michelle and mm-hmm. uh, and John were talking on Tuesday uh, yes. during our little, um, talking about our ways we can try to um, to help out with the shows and the, and the yep. network. And actually, uh, uh, John came up with this idea. And so what we're going to do, like I said, and, and, and Michelle and J.D. and Rhonda, and John, what we're going to do is we're going to do instead of doing. I know Jeopardy do like what seven or eight categories. Yeah. But we're not going to do that many. We're going to do like we're going to do three. Works. We're going to do three, right. and we're going to do like. And I know there's like. Let's see how, how many does Jeopardy normally have? Like what four or five maybe. I'm going to do three for each. All right. Okay. I'm going. To, we're going to do it. We're going to do it small and simple and see how yeah. it works. Okay, and and can we declare a winner? Yes, we'll declare. I'll I'll declare a winner. Okay, right. if I if I can remember. Okay, um, and of course we have more than one contestant like we normally do on Jeopardy. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got the music out of the way. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, let's see. The categories will be. Uh, See WWF, okay, uh, WCW, and um, WWE. How's that sound? There you go. Okay. Mm, okay, that's good ones. That's good ones. Uh, and you remember how Jeopardy works? Yes. Answer no. in the form, answer <laughs> in the answer in the form of a question. Yes. Say who um, is who is what is what are you know that sort of thing like that. Right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> and okay. And 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 let's see how I'll determine this. Um, who will go first? Oh, I'm gonna think of a number between one and ten, and y'all gotta think. Y'all gotta tell me the number. Uh, JD, start with you. Seven. Michelle. Four. Four. Okay, Rhonda. Two. Two. Okay, so JD, you say seven. Michelle, you say four. Rhonda, you say two. Yes. And John says three. Where'd JML go? Uh, he had, I guess he had to leave. I think he was at work, I think he said. So, um, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. JD said seven. Um, Michelle said four. Uh, Rhonda said two. And uh, John said three. <sighs> mm. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Ooh. Michelle, you were the closest. It was actually, it was actually, uh, no, actually, Michelle, you were right on the money. It, 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 uh, I believe you said four, so it was actually four. So. Okay, uh, and um, and of course, instead of you no know, dollars, you can just you can just uh, 
say one one hundred, two hundred, or three hundred. That way it'd be easy. Uh, remember, it's WWF, WCW, or <laughs> WWE. So, there we go. And Do there's I get only to three. Take my prize with our wins. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a picture of Billy Gunn naked. Okay. No. Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. Okay. Oh. 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 Wow. Uh, and Rhonda and Michelle be fighting for it on stage. <laughs> yeah. There you Make go. Sure, okay. And if we have the okay. final answer. Make sure your answer is not Turd Ferguson, though. No, please, for the love of God. <laughs> and, and, and yes, my yeah, and yes, my toupee is on straight. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Michelle, go ahead and choose a category. Uh, WWE. And it's one, two, or three hundred, right? Yes, that's right. We'll do three hundred. Three hundred, okay. WWE three hundred. Hmm. Okay. And like I said, anyone can answer this. And the way you'll buzz in is to just say your name. Okay. Oh, just damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that might be that might be hard for John, but I'll wa- I'll watch his if he gets hit in before y'all do. Okay. So okay. And then uh, and the beep beep too. Okay, there you go. Okay. All right, you said three hundred. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This superstar made his debut in a match against Kurt Angle in two thousand and two. JD was Taz. Wrong. Oh. Wait, 2002 Kurt Angle? I mean, yes. Kurt Henning? No, Kurt Angle. I mean, Angle. Shit. Uh, you got to say, no, remember, you got to say your name. You want to you try for it. You got to say your name. Rush. Rush. I have it. Okay, go ahead. John Cena. Remember, you got to remember, oh, you gotta do it. Oh, who is John Cena? Basically, That's I'm right. Famous. 2002, SmackDown. I thought you said 2000. Yeah. 2002, SmackDown. Oh, yeah, okay. I heard it wrong because I, 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 that was my mistake. Okay. Yeah. 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 John, remember, form of a question there, buddy. Remember how that's how Jeopardy is played. So, 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 Rhonda gets, gets 300, and, uh, okay. and, uh, Rhonda, you get to choose the next, uh, next, uh, clue. I'll go with WWF for 100. WWF 100, okay. <clears throat> Let's see. This was the year that Hulkamania was born. JD, what is 1979? Wrong. Oh. Wait, like, like his actual birthday? No, 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 no. The, the year that it was that actually started the year that it actually you know was actually oh, okay. you know, re- recognized yes oh god i know this not when not when let me re- let me let me reiterate not when hogan debuted when the phenomenon known as hulkamania actually came into existence okay um, and keep in mind this category is WWF, so put two and two together. So, oh. yeah. Remember, JD, you can't because you already am. Yeah. Shoot. I knew it too. Dang it. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Say my name. Yeah, you had to say your name and John remember in the form of a question, buddy. Did anyone else try it? No. Michelle, Rhonda, did you try it? No. Michelle, yeah, I'll try. Go ahead. 1973? No, yeah, but you got you got to do it in the form of. What is 1973? seen all the stories when he won the belt from the Sheik in Madison Square Garden in 1984. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So Rhonda, you, yeah. So so Rhonda, since you still since you um, answer, since you still answered that the original question right, you still have control. Oh. Um. I oh, 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 hold the thought. Hold the thought. We have another late late entry. And it is, and it is um, our, our, another 2015 Hall of Famer, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters. Jeff, welcome Jeff, to the Friday whoa. edition of the Revolution. Jeff, what's going on? What, what? And I do believe, oh, I see what he did. I see what he did. He, apparently, I think, I see what has happened. He is logged on to the chat because apparently, I think, uh, I think y'all have mentioned to me he has uh, he he might still be having some dip problems because I think of some weather weather situation. <laughs> so we uh, so he's still, he's probably going to play it safe and do on the ch- stay on the chat box. So he's going to do he's going to play it safe and do that. So Jeff, welcome there, buddy, um, and we we glad you were able to make it on here tonight, there, partner. He's he's Hi, trying. Bro. We say there, bud. Okay, uh, Rhonda, uh, you go ahead and uh, go ahead and choose that category. My apologies for interrupting. I just want you to know that he he did make it on. So you go Yay! ahead. Um, WWE 200, please. WWE 200. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Mm. Ah. Oh yes. This man was the sole survivor of Survivor Series 2004. J.D., what is Chris Benoit? Wrong. Ah! Oh, 2004. I'm going to have to join tonight. Survivor Series 2004. Mm. Now, I know no one will do this on Jeopardy, but this is my version, and I'm going to do it anyway. Here is a hint. This was the Raw Survivor Series elimination match. Oh man, there's like there's like two possibilities. Oh, and, 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 and guys, John has it. John has it. He's got the answer. <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's he's correct. The answer is Randy Orton. 
Damn it! Ah. Uh, yes, yes. If you, if you remember, if you remember to the Survivor Series 04, the Raw Survivor Series match pitted Triple H, Batista, Edge, and Snitsky versus Maven, Jericho, Benoit, and Randy Orton. The winning team would control Monday Night Raw for a whole month. Right, and, and and the survivor, the sole survivor, and 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 thing about it was the the last <laughs> one that came down to Triple H and Edge versus Orton. Orton eliminated Edge, and then Orton eliminated Trip, uh, Triple H. But yeah. Orton, remember, at around that time, because Ric Flair defeated Orton, Orton could not go for the belt, but he could give uh, chances, he could give world title matches to other people. Yeah. Because people, yes. So, that, so, so, uh, uh, John, uh, you are aware of the categories and we will need, uh, we will need a category, we will need a category and a, um, and a, uh, amount, please. Okay. Well, he put it as if it was a total, but that's okay. He has chosen WCW for 300. All right. It would have been funny if he put the word Alex behind it. If he did that, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he did earlier. I'm not even he, call, he, call, he, he calls me Alex and all that. Oh, boy, that'd be funny. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. This is, a good, this is a good one. This is a good one. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This WCW, this WCW superstar made only one appearance on Monday Night Raw in a title match versus Booker T. During the invasion in 2001. J.D. was Scott Steiner? Nope. Shout. Can you repeat the question? Let me rephrase the question. During the, during the 2001, it was actually the start of the 2000, what would lead, be the 2001 in, before the 2001 invasion, this WCW superstar would only make one appearance on, on WWF Monday Night Raw in a WCW championship match against then WCW champion Booker T. Hmm. I the only time... Oh, and guys, John did it again. He's got the he's got the answer. Name you, John. The correct answer is Buff Bagwell. Ah, that's right. The first July of night, two thousand one. That's right. That's uh, right because yes, I remember also Scott Hudson and Arn Anderson did the commentary for it. 
So yeah. That's right. Yeah, and then, of course Stone Cold and Kurt Angle actually got involved with it, <laughs> and all all three of them got uh, beat down Booker, Booker T and kicked Booker T out the door, and then all three of them, uh, you know, were afterwards they were all congratulating each other, and all of a sudden Kurt Angle and Stone Cold start beating up on Buff, and then they kicked Buff out the door, and that was the last time anyone saw Buff Bagwell on WWF television. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay, John's got WWF for two hundred. And John, appreciate it for not saying the word Alex. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, WWF for two hundred. Okay, and I've, I've, and okay. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. This let this Hall of Fame manager manage such such superstars as Ravishing Rick Rude and Andre the Giant. JD was Bobby the Brain Heenan. JD's got it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> All okay. Right. I will take WCW for three hundred. Good. Uh, now WCW did three. Uh, now John did that one. Remember. Okay. Uh, give me WCW for a hundred, please. For a hundred, okay. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Michelle Ronda, you're doing okay there. You're okay. Yep. There? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure there. Want to make sure. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. WCW one hundred. Uh, Mm. Yes, that's that's right. That's right. That's right. This, this. Okay, I got it. This WCW, this WCW pay per view <clears throat> was was w- I, I, this this is the best way I can word this. I'm sure everyone will understand what I what, what what I'm talking about when I say this. This WCW pay per view was WCW's version of WrestleMania. JD was Starcade. That's right. All right, I'm going to take WWF for two hundred. Okay, and Jeff actually got in and said the same thing. Uh, okay, you said what, JD? I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear. That's you. right. Uh, W's uh, tongue tied there. WWF for 200, please. Okay, and I think we're just about out of clues there, folks. Uh, um, yeah, cause I think we did. Uh, yeah, I think we're just about out of clues. And after this, we'll go ahead and do Final Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, okay. WWF for 200. And Jeff, that's okay, but he said, sorry I couldn't join you live tonight, but I'm here. Jeff, that's quite all right, but we're glad that you made it on here this evening there, partner. Uh, WF for 200, okay. Uh, hmm. <coughs> Let's see. Let's 
WrestleMania that marked the debut of Jim Ross as an announcer? J.D. was WrestleMania 9. J.D., is, that's, that's right. Well, and, shit. <laughs> well, that's right, but, but like I said, yeah, yeah, everyone, this is my version, so everyone's also going to take part in this. That's okay. Hey, like I said, in here, everyone gets to gets to play, okay? So, everyone gets to play around me. Okay, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's just go on right into Final Jeopardy. And Jeff, like I said, if you want to get on right, get, uh, and Jeff said perhaps one of the worst WrestleManias in history, and... Yeah, there was there was some good matches about WrestleMania nine. I mean, yeah, but there there wasn't it wasn't all that great. I mean, I would agree with that part. Yeah. Uh, final Final Jeopardy uh, uh, category will be. Mm, oh gosh. The Shield. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. WrestleMania. That sounds good. Okay. Or how about Uh, WWE today? Okay. Uh, uh, Okay, we'll do that. Uh, And before I do that, John says, uh, and John and Jeff is actually comparing, talking about WrestleMania 9, it says, they they said, uh, Undertaker versus Gonzalez was definitely the worst. Jeff said that and a ridiculous finish to Bob Backlund versus Razor Ramon. And then John actually suggested doing the Royal Rumble. So, but uh, but we're going to do WrestleMania there, John. So, so <clears throat> Michelle, Rhonda, JD, Jeff, and John, here we go right here with uh, Final Jeopardy. The uh, category is WrestleMania. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, WWE. Uh, today, uh, thank you, Michelle, for that uh, for that uh, suggestion. Very good, <clears throat> Yeah, the, uh, but uh, it will have to. Do, the question will have to do with WrestleMania. I've actually, I actually just thought of this. This is this is not bad. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 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 I got it. I got it right here. During. Okay, during WrestleMania 30, the, uh, let's see, the, let me see, the venue that Hulk Hogan kept saying instead of the Superdome. Josh, what is the Megadome? Okay, what did you say? I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear you. What is the Mega Dome? No, that's not right. JD, what is the Silver Dome? JD's right. He's got it. I was there. Damn it! Sorry, Phil. And 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 Jeff and John also got it in too. So there was a. <laughs> so I guess so. Jeff, Jeff, JD, and John actually has a three-way tie. How much? Oh my. Um. Okay, everybody. I got to get. I'm on. I'm going to get everyone's opinions here. Um, first, I'm going to start with the ladies. Michelle, your thoughts yeah. about wrestling, wrestling Jeopardy? Your thoughts? I think it's fun. Okay. 
Rhonda, even though talk. I suck because I haven't got much sleep this week, so I can't think. Okay, but you but but you like it. Oh yeah, I think it's fun. Okay, Rhonda, <laughs> what do you think? I like it. Okay, uh, JD, what do you think? I think it's awesome. I think it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, Jeff and John, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, see, see your uh, opinions here. Do you think uh, we, um, personally, I like it myself. Do you, what do you think about Rest in Jeopardy? Uh, Je- John says it's awesome. Um, and Jeff, what do you think about it? Uh, and John's actually saying there should be a sudden death round between him and Jeff and you, J.D. Um, he's got sudden <laughs> Uh, and Jeff said, excellent. Uh, and he said, excellent. I had a lot of fun. What few questions I got in on love wrestling trivia. And, uh, and, uh, and he says he's in. Uh, well, well, we can actually, you know, we can actually throw around a few wrestling. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you what. We got about 30 minutes. Let's just throw it out a few fantasy matches. We actually, I did advertise that tonight. So Wait, can I, can I just say one thing real quick? You may, please. Okay, so I was sent a picture earlier that had, like, AJ's title reign, party celebration thing, mm-hmm. compared to Nikki Bella's, and the exact same thing happened. I just to just throw that out there. So, like, the cake in the face of their, like, friends, friends, whatever. Like nobody showing up, the one person coming up going, like, the party sucks. Yeah, something. History repeats itself. Right, right. Yeah, I saw that earlier. That was, uh... Um, Rhonda, could you share that on the, um, Revolution Radio page? Everyone yeah. see that? Yeah, I, I, I would love for everyone to see that. That was some interesting stuff. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was yeah. funny because regardless, we all know the whole CM Punk thing with WWE and then AJ retiring or whatever. She might come back. I don't know. It's rumor mill. But it's like, okay, you obviously wanted her to beat AJ's reign just because AJ's married to Punk now. Right. Hateful conniving, totally love it. However, you could have picked somebody better. Certainly. Hmm. And then John's just talking about the sudden death thing with uh, with the fact that I said that Jeff, JD, and John had a three-way tie in Jeopardy. He said, to quote the JML experience, there must be a winner. <laughs> but uh, we'll do some, like I said, some wrestling trivia here or some fantasy matches here to pass the time. Um, I'll be right back. Like to, okay, all right, okay. And while, and while he does that, I'll go ahead and do this. Uh, John, I mean, Jeff says, it basically boils down to Vince is still angry about AJ leaving like she did and siding with Punk. Vince is a very vindictive man and... And I think he's going to add something else onto this. It's probably going to make me threaten to choke him later. Mm-hmm. 
and I'll get the rest of it here in just a minute. I just got to wait for Jeff to uh, to uh, send it here to me. And, okay, uh, and with Kevin Dunn sho- shoved up his tail end, supporting every decision that he makes is his recipe for disaster. Kevin Dunn is a troll, an idiot, and he should have been fired 10 years ago. Put the old doll to pasture, and he's got a hashtag <laughs> fire done. <laughs> okay. We'll get it trending. Okay, well, there you go. And while I say J.D. steps away, I'll go ahead and do this one more time. <clears throat> John said, yes, hashtag fire done, please. Okay, there you go. one Call ID one three eight zero five five pound and press that one as a guest to... Uh, uh, to, to to join us right here at the, in the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WCWS Revolution. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, and I currently have online with me as at this time one half of the broadcast team for Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine, right here on TalkShoe.com, uh, and of course the mayor of Suplex City, a 2015 Hall of Famer, and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Also on the line with me, the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoe.com, the Iceman, J.D. Jared Geralimo, and his partner on the chat box tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Also on the line tonight, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. And also on the chat box joining John is uh, another two, our, our other 2015 uh, <clears throat> Hall of Famer, uh, the big IQ, Jeff Teeters. Uh, earlier we had, uh, of course, uh, our founder of Hell of the Forum Wrestling Discussion, uh, one of our sponsors of the radio network, uh, the JML Experience, the best in the world, and the greatest wrestling mind ever, but he had to step step back out for, for the night. Uh, and, of course, our, our, our 2014 um, Hall of Famer and uh, <clears throat> the other half of the Attitude Radio broadcast team, uh, King NWO GTS, Gerard T. Smith, could not make it on this evening. But he will be back on tomorrow night, all pumped up and ready to go. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and Michelle, he did he did make me aware of that earlier today. So he'll be uh, primed and ready to go tomorrow night. And so um, and I'm sure he saw a picture on the panel chat box earlier with a picture of Scott Hall um, that he did. So <laughs> that I thought that was pretty darn neat. So uh, <clears throat> and. Uh, when John said yes, fire done, please, he said, and have me write the storylines. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so anyway, let's get to some, some fantasy matches here, guys. Uh, and of course, as we, as we always do, uh, like I said, we'll do like old school versus new school, and uh, um, and we'll just all just go around, just pick like one match apiece, and uh, and we'll just determine. Uh, uh, and Jeff says, first order of business, hire Rush. Yes. <laughs> hey, I love I love Jeff's thinking. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. We need to do that. We need to do that indeed. Uh, Jeff and John, be, be thinking of some fantasy matchups so we can talk about that. And um, <clears throat> and and like I said, we'll be, while we talk about ours as well. Um, let's see. Uh, J.D., are you back on, sir? He's not back on yet. So, 
And John says, and also get rid of the authority. And then, Jay, and then Jeff says, they don't call me the IQ for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, indeed. That's absolutely right. Okay, here we go. Um, I think ladies, we'll, we'll, we'll do, of course, ladies first. We'll, we'll start with you. And uh, it can be anything you want to do, tag team, divas, whatever you want to do, like an old school, old school sort of thing. Uh, Michelle, Rondo, whichever one of y'all want to start first, y'all go right ahead. Um, Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Go ahead, hon. I'm back, guys. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say a triple threat match between AJ Lee, Beth Phoenix, and Lita. Oh. The Battle of CM Punk. <laughs> Oh my goodness! AJ Lee, Beth Phoenix, and Lita. JD, what do you think of this triple threat? Jesus <sighs> well, you gotta like crazy chicks. You gotta like fiery redheads, and you gotta like the glamazon. Uh, who's the third person? Lita. Lita. Well, we got AJ Lita, and what's the third one? Uh, you just said them all, honey. What's that? AJ, Beth Phoenix, and Lita. Oh. And we and we got Beth Phoenix to the glamazon. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say AJ. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Michelle, what do you think? Mm. Uh, I have to say Beth Phoenix. <clears throat> mm. Me, um, I guess I'll have to say... Okay, I'll have to say Lita. Jeff, Jeff is going to say Jeff is <laughs> Jeff is saying. Oh, John! First, John is saying I think AJ will bring Beth and Lita down to reality. <laughs> and then, and then, and then Jeff is saying Beth Phoenix, yummy. <laughs> oh, and then John. Really? John and then John says, Edge is going to get pissed, Jeffro, and probably spear the heck out of you. <laughs> Jeff is saying, I'll just pop him in the neck, problem solved. Oh, oh my God, Jeff! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, a lot of circum- consequences concerning this match, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, yeah, Mich- that's what I'm saying. Michelle, uh, uh, yeah. uh, you Go ahead, please. Uh, you're you're next. Go ahead. Hmm. Let's see. The Ultimate Warrior versus Finn Balor. Ultimate Warrior Ooh. versus Finn Balor. Uh, JD, what do you think here? The Battle of the Warrior versus the Demon. Hmm. I like both. But you know what? I'm going to say in the end, it will be Finn Balor. Ah. Uh, hmm. uh, Rhonda, what do you think here? Oh, man. I'm going to go with Demon. Michelle? Finn Balor. Uh, you know me, Mr. Old School, right here. I'm going to have to go with a warrior. Uh, uh, 
John and Jeff are still commenting on the on the Beth Phoenix Edge thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, God. Uh, 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 John was saying if you re-injure him again, that would be battering. You have to spend some years in jail, my friend. And Jeff said, again, he's a wrestler. I'm not after he's down and I take his girl. I'll just put him in a seat collar and take him to the hospital. It's a win-win. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's true. He does. He can put him in a neck collar. <laughs> yeah. And then John goes to answer this question. Goes to answer this. John's actually going with me and saying the warrior. And Jeff, we need an answer. We need your response to this between the Ultimate Warrior and Finn Balor. We're thinking about uh, Finn naked. Stop it. Stop it, Jeff. <laughs> he kind of reminds me. I don't know if you ever. You ever I don't, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know if anyone here is a is a is a fan of Star Trek like I am. The original Star Trek like I am. Um, oh, okay, but. Uh, uh, I remember Dr. McCoy always used to say, uh, you know, you know, I, you, you know how, I can, how fast I could put you in a hospital. He was that bad. It was back in the 60s. I was, he was that bad. For God's <laughs> I mean, sake, Jeff, Jim, I'm not a poor man. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Jeff says, Finn Balor, the ultimate warrior with size, power, and not much else. He'd be blunted by the time he got to the ring. Finn with the coup de grace, FTW. Jeff says, I can't help but been in love with her for years. Oh, he's Wait, talking so, about... Oh, he's talking so about who Finn. Who you know, he's, ta- he's talking about Finn. He said Finn Balor would win. Oh, okay. Je- Jeff's saying Finn Balor. But then I think he went back with you. Uh, apparently now he's got Beth Phoenix on his mind. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. It's cool. I just took it to like AJ and Lita and CM Punk together. Okay. We make that happen. Uh, hmm. Uh, John actually made a match. Uh, I went ahead and let the ladies go first. John actually had a match too. Let's go ahead and get his out of the way. And he's got a good one here. Talk, definitely talk about old school versus new school. Uh, KO versus Stone Cold. Oh, hell. Oh, J.D., what do you think here? <sighs> wow. Uh, this is going to be good. You know, I'm going to go with the Texas Rattlesnake. Okay, Rhonda, what do you think here? K.O. versus Stone Cold. Is, oh, dude, hands down. Give me a hell yeah. Okay, Michelle, what do you think? K.O. versus Stone Cold. I'm going with K.O. Oh, okay. Believe uh, me or not. I'm shocked. <laughs> and uh, John says Austin three sixteen. Austin three sixteen says he just whipped KOs, and you know Candy what else? Yeah, that's it. And Jeff says <laughs> a battle of pure toughness and technical ability, Stone Cold for the win. And John says, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay, yeah." And me, I'm going to have to go with Stone Cold on that as well. Um, but I mean, you have to make Ko would give him one heck of a fight, though. I have to tell you yes. that much. And Jeff, Jeff, be thinking of a match, old school versus new school, too, as well. Uh, uh, JD, JD can do uh, one. Yeah, JD. Oh yeah, JD. Be, be, JD, uh, by all means. Uh, all right. Let's gonna like this one. one. Let's make it hardcore. Oh. Let's turn it, it. into because uh, we just heard ECW's coming, and we now know why. 
some of the guys at ECW, like Taz and Tommy Dreamer and Joel Gardner and those guys were WWE headquarters. They're making a, oh my God, the incidents, top 50 incidents in ECW history. And I'm sure we're going to have the uh, crucifixion storyline with Samian. But here's my pick. A four-way. It'll be Terry Funk versus Sandman versus Dean Ambrose versus the suicidal, homicidal, genocidal madman, Sabu. Weapons Holy. allowed. Holy cow. Rhonda, what do you think about this one? Okay, hold on. I'm having like one of those moments. Was Terry Funk the one that did Chainsaw Charlie? Yes. Yes, he was. So is he as Chainsaw Charlie in this? No. He can bring the brandy iron, the barbed wire, everything. I mean, why are you talking about this? I'll be right back. You go ahead. Well, <laughs> automatically, since you said Dean Ambrose, that was like one of my top choices. Yes. So uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there, Dean Ambrose, because I've seen his my his hardcore matches, and he's psychotic. And he needs to be a therapist. I'm okay with that. All right. Michelle? Yes. What do you think? Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Ambrose as well. All right. I'm going to go old school, and I'm going to take Terry Funk. I mean... As crazy as that son of a bitch was, I mean, we all know the uh, match with Sabu he had at, uh, I think it was Hardcore Heaven 97 with Sabu. I mean, it was one of the most brutalist matches you ever want to watch with Sabu and how crazy that was. That was when Sabu won the UCW title for the first time in 97. That was still crazy. I want to take uh, Terry Funk, though, as tough as he is. So he's my pick. And now we only need Jeff and uh, Chad and uh, John's pick on that one. Ambrose sounds for the win. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of good DVDs. Com- I'm seeing right now, there's going to be a lot of good DVDs coming out next year for WWE. I mean, the best of NXT, I cannot wait to get that one. That's going to be fun. Man, they have a DVD on Amazon. Every time I try to get it, it's like, no, sorry. It's, uh, it's like 40 bucks. I'm going to get it one of these days. I promise which, I am. Which one? And it's like, it's all of uh, John Moxley's, uh, oh. like, combat wrestling videos. And I'm like, no, let me have it. It is mine. I'll tell you a good place to get good videos, though. And I mentioned, I think, to Michelle once about this and Gerard and Chad, maybe. Uh, you got to <laughs> go to RF Video, Michelle. Rob Feinstein's a good friend of mine over there in Philly. And he has some of the best matches. If you want, like, old-school stuff, I mean, if you want the best, like, say, Super Crazy, your best of Sandman, best of Raven, best of RVD versus Jerry Lynn, there's some great ones. I mean, I have those in my library. Where is this at? It's rfvideo.com. And you can find, like, the best of Tajiri, best of Super Crazy, best of the full-blooded Italians, the best of, uh, like I said, Raven, the best of the public enemy. I mean, I have a lot of these ones. Uh, Can I get the best of uh, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley? I'm sure he has a shoot interview with John Moxley. Let me see if I can pull it up. Wait, hold on, I'll take a look. I'm, I'm on my computer right now. I can pull. Tell you what he's got right now. Uh, 
in, let's see, uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate versus Vancouver. Uh, here's like a date. Uh, let's see. Let me type up John Moxley. See if I can get on that for you. On Moxley, I think he has a shoot interview with John Moxley. I think. I mean, like, like, my thing is it's always, like... Yeah, he does. Best of, actually, it. right here, I'm looking at it right here, it's 20 bucks. Best of John Moxley in CZW Volume 2. Oh, and there's, like, uh, different matches of his, however. So, yes, yeah. There is. you go. So you can look at... I, I need that. There I you need go. that, like, right now. That's 20 bucks on DVD. How much? 20? 20. Yeah. It's uh, Best of John Moxley in Combat Zone Wrestling. Volume two, twenty dollars. Does it say what years? What years it's from? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up here. I I can't tell. It looks like it's a two. I'm guessing it's probably. Uh, it says here the carnage continues as John Moxley, now known as Dean Ambrose, on all challenges in the combat zone during his time there. See him defend his newly won heavyweight championship in this best of John Moxley and C. ZW Volume Two featuring fourteen more of his classic matches, including mm. brain, brain damage, Nick Gage. Oh God, that match! Oh, oh I'm I heard about that one. Game. I heard about that oh, one. Oh, yeah. chainsaw to the forehead. Who <laughs> that? Drake <laughs> yeah, uh, Younger, Devin Moore, Brody Lee, Robert Anthony. Ooh, uh, so you got some good ones there. So there you go, Michelle. I'm just throwing that out there. That was They even have the best of him. In, uh, they also have one of him best. Uh, Non volume two, but they have un, uh, a 16 match set. Another one, volume one, when he takes on uh, uh, Switchblade Conspiracy. Uh, let's see, what else? Versus Jake. That's, yeah, he was in Switchblade Conspiracy with um, Crow. Drake Younger? Was it Drake Younger? Isn't he he takes on Drake Younger and Brain Damage here. It says the Naptown Dragons, the Switchblade yeah. Conspiracy. No, no, no. He was in the Switchblade Conspiracy with. Um, okay. Family yeah, Crow, I think. yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I never watched it. I'm just looking at the things they have listed here. Oh. They have other matches him and uh, Sammy Callahan, <laughs> Craig Excellent, uh, Thumbtack Jack, H8 Club versus the Naptown Dragons. So, yeah, you got some good ones there. I mean, he, yeah. I'm, I'm need both of those. Uh, 20 bucks each. You can't pass them up. Ronda, believe me. I, 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 Rob's a good mm-hmm. friend of mine. and like I said, I got a lot of ECW old stuff from him. The best of, like I said, the best of the ECW International Superstars. Uh, best of the History of Taz in ECW. Uh, can best... you can you send a link to the group? Yeah, like the group I'll, chat? yeah, I'll put it up right now. I'll do this right awesome. now. Yes, for you guys. I mean, I can't check it until I'm off the phone. But... Sure, 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 yeah. sure. Hold on a second. Uh, I'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. I'll put okay. it on the group site right now. Oh, okay, very good. And while I was gone, uh, did everyone did everyone get an opportunity to choose who would win this match of JDs? You, uh, you, John, and uh, Jeff are the only three who did not vote. Okay, Michelle, who did you pick? Uh, Dean Ambrose. Rhonda, took... who did you pick? Ambrose. And I took Terry. I went okay. old school with Terry Funk. Okay. Uh, uh, John actually picked Ambrose. He said Ambrose gets us, gets us about throwing Terry Funk 25 feet through a flaming table. Yeah. I can see it. Oh, I, I can, can too. I think we and, all can. And, and, Jeff, and Jeff says Terry Funk, that dude was flipping nuts. <clears throat> uh, John says, imagine the Shield very young in ECW at the Hammerstein Ballroom by 1996 causing chaos everywhere if they were young. Then John goes, imagine a triple powerbomb 20 to 25 feet on an arena. 
and then he says a spear through the ring, and then a curb stomp bar- barricade. <laughs> oh God, that's sexy as hell. Uh, 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 I guess uh, okay. To that answer, I'm the only one now. Is just me. Uh, I have to go with Ambrose as well. Yes, Ambrose Silence for the win. Yes. Uh, I called okay. it. I said Ambrose was going to win. Okay. Uh, okay. See, Ronda's done a match. Michelle's done a match. JD, you've done a match. John's done a match. The only ones that haven't has not done it is me and yeah. and Jeff. Oh, 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 Jeff's got one. Ooh, Jeff's got a good one. He's got a very good one. <laughs> Old school versus new school here on the Revolution here tonight. And here's Jeff's right here. <clears throat> Tully Blanchard versus Daniel Bryan. That's pretty good there. I mean... J.D., what do you think here? If Daniel Bryan's neck was healed, I'd say it, it'd be Daniel Bryan in a close one, but you know what? Tully's got that slingshot suplex that does him win every time, Howard, so I'm going to go old school again. I'm going to take Tully and J.J. Dillon. Okay. Okay, Tully. Okay, Rhonda, what do you think? Tully Blanchard versus J.J. Uh, um, Tully versus Daniel Bryan. Excuse me. Okay, there you go. <sighs> Oh, yes. 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 I think she's saying Daniel Bryan. Yes. Okay, Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda's saying Daniel Bryan. Um, Michelle, who do you think? Tully Blanchard versus Daniel Bryan. I'm going with Rhonda, and I'm saying Daniel Bryan, too. Okay, and John is saying Daniel Bryan. Jeff is saying Tully Blanchard, and he's also saying one of the very best pure wrestlers in the business. The only man that I will ever say that was better than Arn Anderson. And this is, for me, a tough choice. Uh, I love... I'm, I'm, but I... After listening to JD's analysis about this, and good analysis by the way, JD, I got to hand it to you. On Thank that. you. Yes, I got to go with Tully. I got really got to say with Tully. I remember, <laughs> I especially remember the uh, the match where Barry Windham turned his back on Luger, the tag team title match. Remember that? When? Mm-hmm. When? Yeah, that's what made me think about it. Yeah, right there. Bingo. Uh, and Jeff goes, boom, diamonds are forever, and so are the horsemen. Oh, heck yes. Uh, ooh, okay. Okay. So I guess now the only one that hasn't done one is me. So I guess i got to come up with a good one here. Come up with a good one here. Mm. Mm. Ooh, wait, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. We're going to do a tag team match. It's going to be two tag teams of power. Okay, two tag teams of power. The Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku versus Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey, the Skyscrapers. 
JD, your thoughts. Your okay. JD, your thoughts. All right. The, Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey, the skyscrapers versus the colossal connection. Yes. <laughs> uh, you got a lot of beef in that ring. I'll tell you what, though, with Andre and Haku. But you know what, Howard? The skyscrapers with Dangerous Danny Spivey and Sid Vicious are too strong here with the power bomb, And the way their attitude is, I'm going to take the uh, team of Spivey and Sid. Uh, the skyscrapers pull off the win over the colossal ones. Okay. Rhonda, what do you think? The skyscrapers versus the colossal connection. Skyscrapers. Michelle, what do you think? I agree. Okay. Uh, Jeff and John, um, your thoughts here on between the skyscrapers and the colossal connection? Or as Gene Oakland said at WrestleMania 6, the colostomy conne- connection. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, and I'll wait on them. I'll go ahead and say mine. Uh, I still think about that match at Star at, Star, at Starcade 1990. Um, when they in JD, you know the match I'm talking about mm-hmm. against uh, the Motor City Madman and the Big uh, Cat. Uh, I'm gonna go with the skyscrapers. That match was go- that mm-hmm. match was over, but it was over in less than two minutes. Yep. Uh, and John goes with the colossal connection. Jeff says I'm going with the skyscrapers mainly because Andre wasn't in his prime there. His knees were bad, and he was very slow. Haku would be on his own. Jeff goes, Andre in his prime. If Andre was in his prime, then, it would, then he would take the colossal connection all day long. So around, yeah, you know, I would have to. So I would have to say, I, I would. Okay, I would have to agree with that point too. Uh, and speaking of fantasy matchups, want to let everyone know that the <clears throat> main event is still being decided. For the um, WCW Fantasy Stable pay-per-view, uh, the minute for uh, Legacy, and of course the main event is is mm-hmm. centered around. <laughs> I knew that this is going to this is going to pique Michelle's interest. Uh, the main event is, is centered around, <laughs> and Rhonda, just in case you don't know why Michelle is making that noise, it's because <laughs> it's centered around one one of her, one, one of her men, Randy Orton. Of course, the leader of Legacy. Um, right Who's now, got of course, naked I'm, pictures out there. Well, the main event is going to be a fatal four-way match. Uh, of course, I said, as I mentioned before, for that match is going. As I said, it's going to be a fatal four-way. The first three superstars to get three or more votes. Those are the three that's going to face Randy Orton in the fatal four-way. Well, we now know one of them is going to be Sting. So we need two more. Two more to get voted in, but so far uh, we've got one vote. Uh, and I said I'm going to check that on that match right now. I don't think it anybody, won't let you vote twice either, Chad. By the way, <clears throat> I, I haven't voted at all. I, I don't vote. I'm letting everybody else vote on this. But so far, uh, so far now, uh, Michelle, your assistant vault keeper Howard has voted for Randy Savage. And Gerard has voted for X Pac, and Ooh. that's all the vote. And that's all the voting so far. But there's four votes for Steam. Uh, James McCow, which I guess that's how you pronounce his last name. My apologies if I got that wrong. Uh, JML, 
you, JD, and you, Michelle, have voted in Sting. So Sting is 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 one is one of the opponents for uh, Orton in this main, in in the main event match. Yeah, like a right. dodo, I voted Sting. <laughs> <laughs> but the other the other one that everyone else can vote on, other than like says Savage and X Pac have one vote in already, but the other ones that everyone else can vote for are Cowboy Bob Orton, Paul Roma, Tonka, Buff Bagwell, Marty Jannetty. Harry Von Erich and Road Warrior Animal. So, like I said, it's still it's still not too late, and we can do, we'll, we'll do this match. Like we'll do this uh, fantasy stable pay per view on one of the revolutions uh, next week. Now, the only one obviously we won't do it on is next Wednesday because I need to make that programming note. Next Wednesday, the twenty third, <clears throat> I will not be here. Uh, of course, Michelle J D. You, everyone is well aware, both of y'all are well aware of mainly the reason why I will not be 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 on the show. Uh, of course, I think I think uh, uh, my fill-in host also is also well aware of this. But King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith is going to be is going to be is going to fill in for me on the 23rd. So uh, I'm sure, and I think he's going to do great, just like he always does. He's got the voice. He's got the talent. He is the man. <laughs> I've said many, many times. Um, <clears throat> and Gerard, if you're listening tonight, my friend, I'm not saying that because I'm not saying I'm not saying that because I'm sucking up. I'm saying it because it's the truth. Because without you and JML, Lord knows how many times I've said this. I'm saying it because it's to God's honest truth. But but I appreciate you coming in and filling in for me next Wednesday the 23rd. And I'm sure a lot of people know by now the overall reason why I will not be available next Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So, but... uh, uh, before we leave the air this evening, is there anything else anybody has? JD, any other wrestling topics you want to discuss tonight? <laughs> uh, let me see here. I'm looking. I'm looking right now. See if there's anything good to report. Uh, not really. Just hope everyone has a good weekend and a safe one out there. Be careful whatever you're doing. Enjoy the weather. I mean, I know it's gonna be nice here, obviously. And uh, and then have a good show uh, Sunday with you guys and Michelle. Hopefully, I'll hear from you on Monday along with. The King, and if not, have a good show tomorrow night. And Rhonda, have a good weekend. Hope everyone's good in your family, and hope everyone has a good weekend. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Rhonda, anything else you care to share with us tonight? Mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> I actually got nothing. Hey, hey, vintage Gerard T. Smith right there, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Michelle, anything else to report tonight? Uh, well, let's see. I mean, you know, still pay-per-view is Sunday, so, you know, all bets are on. I mean, you know, I'm sure Rush right. and I will have something to bet on, and J.D. and I made our bet. And Did you Mark tell Rush about our bet, though, Michelle? <clears throat> no, I did not. Rush, you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. 
She and I had a little friendly wager last Monday on Raw Radio with Nikki and Charlotte, so it kind of ended in a draw for the both of us. So, again, we decided, okay, we're going to go double or nothing here on this, however, for the outcome. And the simple rule is this. If Charlotte wins in all the clubs, however, for one week of every match of Charlotte's, Michelle has to post every ma- some matches of Charlotte, including the NXT ones. Now, if I lose, what was my uh, outcome there, Michelle? What do I have to do again? Oh, poop. You expect me to remember now? Um, I can't remember. It was a good one, though, and I agreed to the terms. I was a nice sport about it, too, and I... It, it was a two-part. Oh, shit. It was, it was a two-part. Shoot. Oh. oh, one was you had to put the biggest picture of Brock Lesnar you could find on your profile. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> and I can I can do that. Yep. <laughs> the other one was... Chad, do you remember? He has the word address for the whole week. <laughs> Wait, yes. What? What? No, I'm, I'm not joking. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> honestly, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure. Shit, I can't remember what the other one was. I know, it was a good one, too. Crap, but yeah, the, the Brock Lesnar picture was definitely agreed to that, and I, I, I didn't argue with you guys on that. I said, that that's perfect. I think that's, that's absolutely good, a good idea. I think I'll accept those terms. And there was another one. What was it? Something, something, some term or something that you had to mention during the show or something. I think it had something to do with Nikki Bella, didn't I have to mention something about Nikki? I think it was something in those ball in that ballpark, I think. I can't remember. Oh shoot. I I should know this. Uh I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to the show. Yeah, so why uh, maybe you can uh, send me a posting on it uh, over the weekend so I can remember. Right. right. Okay. And and uh and, and John says says bye to everyone and Jeff also says is asking who's everybody think the third with Ambrose and Reigns will be a night of champions. Also, just want to add this fight Owens fight. Uh, he hopes he beat. He, he hopes that Kevin Owens beats Cryback. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, bro! Wake up! It's beating <clears throat> time. Yes. And, and John says, speaking of night of champions, Lester did Am- did Ambrose learn his lesson about not paying for that cab ride when he returned? What? What the hell? Wait, what? And and Jeff says, um, no. So John, <laughs> I mean, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff may know what he's talking about, but I'm not. No, no, I'm start not, over. Start. What did he say? Because all I heard was Dean Ambrose's name. Speaking of Night of Champions, last year, did Ambrose learn his lesson about not paying for that cab ride when he returned? Oh, and Jeff and, okay. and, and Jeff said that was directed at the Ryback fans. Oh. Okay. Very well. So Very obviously well. Jeff is not a Ryback fan. Obviously. So there you go. So feed me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I swear I'm just gonna like all day tomorrow, I'm just gonna be talking like Wrestling like catchphrases all day. <laughs> and, and then Jeff, like, and are Jeff, you hungry? Feed me more. Oh, oh, oh okay. And, and Jeff says this two words. Hell no. And then he says, "Stupid ball headed Goldberg wannabe." <laughs> 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 
Oh, Jesus, Jeff. Gosh, we love you, too. What, what is it? Eat, Owens, eat? It's, it's a stupid it should be headed. run, Owens, run. <laughs> diet, <Stop>. Owens, diet. <laughs> well, you see, I have always, well, I did say one time about right back, he did look like Goldberg wearing a Rob Van Dam outfit. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, Finn Balor and Bailey did a video earlier today uh, reacting to the mm-hmm. London show. NXT was pretty cool. It is now sold out. So uh, yeah. it just continues to grow. NXT continues to grow now over in the U.K. Good news for them in London, certainly. It's right after my birthday, too, which is awesome. Uh, uh-huh. And it says there have to... Have to attack the guy's weight because you can't find a valid valid you can't find a valid argument. And John says Scott Steiner attacks Samoa Samoa Joe's weight. He's fat. Oh hey, come actually, on now! I actually like Kevin Owens. I'm just I'm just talking shit. <laughs> okay, well. Okay, you know what? I think he didn't hurt anybody's neck. And just said, yes, John, but Scott Steiner is an idiot, therefore he's irrelevant. Ooh, okay. Ooh, hard yeah. words. You know, <laughs> no, I know who's going to be their third. Brock right. Lesnar. No. Oh, boy, well. That would be awesome if it was. Oh, my God. Maybe CM Punk is going to make his return. I would love to see. Oh my you know, God! Both of, both <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I wish that would be. God says he is somewhat. He is somewhat an idiot, but I find his comments hilarious. Okay. So I guess John is talking here. about God. And Jeff says, "Do the math." Kevin Owens has 141 percent chances of being cryback at Night of Champions. Okay. Put your money where your mouth is there, Jeff Rowe. Yeah, and Jeff, yeah, Jeff. And, Jeff said, and Jeff said, and Jeff John said, John should get that reference. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Let me ask you guys this real quick. I mean, this is crazy. To do. I mean, we're done with our fancy matches, but who would win a matchup between Kevin Owens and Goldberg? Kevin Owens. You're talking about now, Kevin Owens would. I mean, Goldberg is not even up in his weight anymore. But I'm just saying, back then, if uh, Kevin Owens wasn't around the time Goldberg was in WCW, I mean... Oh, Goldberg, Goldberg in his prime? Hell yeah, he'd beat Kevin Owens in a heartbeat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, John, John, would, John would say Goldberg as well. John says, I like that TNA part when he was the ring announcer and he hailed the Dudley boys from Dunkin' Donuts in the great state of obesity. What the hell? Uh, uh, and, then Jeff, and then Jeff says, I'll put my money where my mouth is. What you got, Michelle? I ain't scared. Oh, Lord. You I'm should listening. be scared. <laughs> you should be scared. <laughs> Jeff, you better be on the show Sunday night because it is on. Like Donkey okay. Kong. Okay. John said Steiner said that. Okay, so apparently... And TNA Steiner said that. Okay, all right. So, so I guess we're all hyped up here for Night of Champions. Uh, remember, this Sunday night at seven mm-hmm. o'clock, an hour before the Night of Champions pay per view, our Night of Champions twenty fifteen <laughs> preview show. The panel way too tough to handle. Uh, and John says, "Well, I gotta get out of here before I lose my mind." And John mm-hmm. Jeff says, 
If I don't get a call, bet your butt I'll be there. When you lose, you will be bowing before the greatness of the IQ. Oh, my Lord. Right. Yeah, okay. That's on there, bitch. Yeah, I got you. I'm sorry. I got you. Ding, ding. The war game's about to commence here. Yeah, Me and Wanda will tag team him. But is it bad Wait, that, that I just thought? It's okay. You'll probably have to. Have his paramedic equipment probably standing by too. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to restart his heart. Oh my god! Is it bad? Like all I could think about was when Roman Reigns is like, "There's a new Game of Thrones or whatever," and like that's all I just wanted to say for some reason. I don't even know. Oh man, I, I am a fan. Oh Lord! Here. Oh oh god! Oh, oh uh, Rhonda, Michelle. I think this is directed towards you. He said, "You would like me to be your B I D C H, wouldn't you?" Hey, wait, tag team me. Heck yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. He's, 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 Jeff is in the zone, guys. Where's the he's steel cage? The... We need a steel cage right now. <laughs> Jeff, uh, we uh, love uh, you, but still, Ronda uh, and I will tag team you. JD, uh, get the cage up right now, please. Thank I will right get now. the blue cage up right now, and then you and I can sit the announce. That's we call the action. And, Yo, and John, says, John says you're John says you're asking for it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Wow. Michelle and Rhonda and John said he'll be the ref. I was okay. I'm in rare form, folks. I'm not arguing, Rhonda. Michelle tag team me. I lay there and like it. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna be like that cat of nine though. That's my favorite whip. Well, hey, 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 J D J D J D. Yes. Yes. As much as I hate to sound sound raw, that's what I like to call the ultimate threesome. <laughs> <laughs> John says, Hold on to your butts. I said, Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh Lordy. Wow! Well, okay, yeah. Do your asses, people, because yeah. it's gonna get bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. There'll be oh, no man. end. In, there'll be no oh, end man. in sight on that one. Ooh. Okay. It's a win-win for me. I'm not complaining. <laughs> you, you better not be, buddy. <laughs> you might be complaining because I'm gonna just throw it out there, Jeff. B D S M. Ooh. Okay. Heavy okay. on the M. Heavy on the M. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, Sunday night, 7 o'clock, an hour before Night of Champions, our 2015 mm-hmm. Night of Champions pre- preview show. The panel way too tough to handle here in rare form here tonight. We'll definitely be in, in the ra- rarest form possible as we, we go through every single match of Night of Champions. And, of course, we will definitely be in our uh, being very fun as we go down each and every one of our bets, and uh, we can't. I can't wait to see you know what we're going to do here, uh, and uh, it's going to be good. So definitely join us mm-hmm. here, a special edition of Revolution here Sunday night at seven for our 2015 Night Champions, uh, <clears throat> uh, um, 2015 Night Champions preview show. Uh, Jeff is saying now. Jeff is now saying, you get the fuzzy cuffs and beat the crap out of me. Sounds like a championship win for me. Uh, okay. Mm. And John I says, all, and, "All metal tough, no fuzzy." And, and John, John says, "All right, guys, I really got to go now before my mind gets blown up, and somebody wouldn't like me when I get vol- volcanic." Oh Lord, how mercy! Oh hell, hell. <laughs> okay, sorry. And Michelle, Michelle, you might have to run because John's closest to you than, than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He's in Virginia. So you better run. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, hey! That's mine. No touching. That is mine. 
And John says, oh. Jeff, John will make me explode. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk. We'll definitely get everyone here on Sunday, and we'll definitely start making some bets and make our predictions for what should be a very explosive Nine Champions 2015. And John, and John, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later on, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. So for Black Widow and the Mayoress Suplex City, Michelle Lynn Dodds, you will catch her and King NWO GTS T. Smith tomorrow night at 9 <coughs> on WWS uh, Attitude Radio. Uh, and also for the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Um uh, <clears throat> You can catch them Monday afternoon at 3 right here on WWS Raw Radio, which will definitely go through a highlight Night Champions 2015, and also preview this coming Monday Night Raw, and also uh, our other 2015 Hall of Famer, Big IQ Jeff Teeters, which now he now says, "Love you, Michelle and Rhonda, and I'll be waiting with a smiley face and a wink." Oh boy! (laughs) 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 And also, uh, and 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 also, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchall. Thank you, saying Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you on Sunday for our special edition uh, of Revolution, our 2015 Night of Champions preview show. And and we can't wait for this, sir, folks. Uh, uh, JD, Michelle, Rhonda, uh, Jeff, and John. And of course, we had to thank JML Experience for, for stopping by here earlier. Uh, and what was a very great week here in the, in the, in the WCWS radio network. Attitude Radio tomorrow night, uh, preview show for Night of Champions, Sunday night at 7, and then we start up all over again with Raw Radio <laughs> at the minute 3. So we will talk to you later here, uh, folks, in the radio network. Again, the phone number always in the radio network, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And we look forward to talking to you Sunday night at 9 for our preview show for Night of Champions. <clears throat> and, but definitely join Gerard and Michelle tomorrow night at 9. That call ID uh, of course, phone number one seven two four 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 seven four four four. But that call ID for Attitude Radio one three eight nine eight two pound. And of course, press that one to join in, join in on the fun with uh, Gerard and Michelle. And of course, that tough wrestling. Rated R. It will definitely be rated R for them tomorrow night as well. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and especially when Gerard does the hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I can't do it as well as Gerard. I can't do it. So thank you all so much for joining us here tonight on the Friday edition of Revolution for September 18, 2015. <laughs> this is, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchon. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'll talk to you again Sunday night at 7 for our preview show for Night Champions 2015. Thank you so much. And remember, the WCWS Radio Network is your wrestling connection. For wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Take care. Have a great night. Jeff, take care. You have a good night too, sir. Y'all have a good night, and we'll see you in the ring. Good night. Good night. Good night.